Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. One, two, three. One is now. ESPN Radio. Man, Atmosphere brought the heat last night. It was so sweet out there in the Kettle House Amphitheater. They always do. They love showing out for Missoula. It was a fun, fun show. And uh, what a summer of concerts it's been. Welcome back. New is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Thanks for kicking it with us. Coulter Nuana is coming to you from the ESPN Montana studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Missoula Broadcasting Company been locally owned and operated for more than 15 years and proud to say so. Missed anything in the first hour of the show, the Montana Football Hour. Fun conversations about fall camp, both sides of the Continental Divide. Grizz and Bobcats, we heard from Voice of the Grizz, Riley Corcoran. Had a live call-in with Marcus Knight, University of Montana All-American running back. And heard from Marcus Ware, a sophomore offensive lineman who used to play Along the defensive line from Montana State, he's a Billings Central product who's making the transition. And it's not just a sacrifice. He's good. Like, I was watching him during fall camp. I, I, the first guy I wanted to watch was him because he's not. he was during spring, excuse me, not fall camp, during spring last spring. I'm thinking, okay, Rush Reimer, the left tackle for the Cats, is uh, he's a sophomore, but he played quite a bit last year when TJ Session was out. Justice Perkins, the center, he's a sophomore, but he also uh, – was a starter all year last year and played really well. JT Reed, who's a sophomore, he's a more of a mature guy, though. They were super high on him when they first brought him in. He ended up having some academic stuff, so he had to go to a junior college for a year. But that actually made it so that he could play, and then he came back to MSU. He looks really like a, a ton of upside, a guy that is going to be a good player. I think he's a good player right now. He's going to be a great player, I think. And so then I'm sitting there thinking, okay, so the two spots I'm going to be watching are Marcus Ware at the right guard spot and then the right tackle spot with the battle between Jacob Kettles and Titan Fleischman. The uh, Ware looked, from what I saw, the limited two times I saw him in spring, was looking like there was no competition, that he was going to be the guy. I think he's made the transition really, really well. He's tough. He's big. He's put on the weight to, to get there, so... Uh, fun story. Also, really fun here's here for Marcus Knight. Always been one of my favorite guys 
to interview. He's got great personality. He's got like a, I don't know. It's hard to say he's got Bruno Mars swag because after I saw Bruno Mars live and in person, Bruno Mars is so small. So it feels like an insult to say anybody because Bruno Mars is like midget. He's like a tiny little guy, mini size. But Marcus Knight, he's got so much swagger. And um, love talking to him. He's just he's got that California cool. So it's good hearing from him too. You can find all that from the Montana Football Hour uh, on the Nuanas Now podcast, proudly presented by the M Store, the Advocates, and the Montana State Bookstore. All right, so we were sitting there getting ready for atmosphere last night, having a burger down there at the Mo Club. Shout out, Bo. I'm going to give you free advertising forever until you actually decide you need to advertise. But when you got burgers like that, what, well, you know, what else do you need? Regardless, along the screen is the NFL Top 100. This is, usually comes out this time of year. It's always a really fun list. And we got one number into the revelation of the 100 through 90 spot that they were showing on the TV when we were in there. And I got beef already. Number 100 comes up, Kyle Juszczyk. The fullback for the San Francisco 49ers. Boom, I love it. I love that he's on the list. One of my favorite guys in the league. Just such a monster. Lead blocking, but he can also catch the ball in the backfield. He can carry the ball in the backfield. He's so nice. Number 99 pops up. Kurt Cousins. Where can I even start? It's actually frustrating for me on a personal level. Because so many people I hang out with and so many people I talk to, they know that I'm Coulter, the sports guy, who tries his best to be objective about pretty much everything that I'm analyzing. And I know for a fact that objectivity is one of the reasons I'm sitting in this seat. People also know, though, that one of my last things, I think my last thing in the, on the earth that I am a true like fan of is the Minnesota Vikings. And so for those that don't know the backstory, my parents went to high school in Sedona, Arizona, and they were really good friends, best friends. My dad was best friends with the son of Wheelock Whitney. Wheelock Whitney owned the Minnesota Vikings and the Minnesota North Stars for years and years and years. So we always had an affinity for the Vikings. My parents, when they were growing up you know, in the, in the 60s and 70s, that's when Fran Tarkenton was playing for the Vikings. The Vikings obviously had great teams, went to four Super Bowls, never won one. So I, I kind of had an affinity. Then when I was coming up when I was a kid, one of my favorite college quarterbacks was Warren Moon. And then he, he lands with the Vikings. And then all of a sudden Randall Cunningham lands with the Vikings, one of my other favorite quarterbacks when I was a little kid. And then the Grizzlies play Marshall in the national championship as the defending national champions. So 1996, I'm like 9 or 10 years old, and I watched this superhuman just roast the Grizz, just torch him. Randy Moss was as unguardable as I've ever seen a player in a football game in that 1996 FCS National Championship game for Marshall. Well, then they transition up to uh, FBS, and Randy Moss keeps on making waves. Then all of a sudden, he's a finalist for the Heisman alongside... Uh, Peyton Manning, Ryan Leaf. And so I'm like sitting here thinking, okay, this dude's legit. I'm going to keep following him. Then he gets drafted by the Vikings. So now all of a sudden my Vikings fandom as a 12-year-old is just through the roof. They got a guy who played against the Grizz. They got one of my favorite quarterbacks ever in Randall Cunningham. Oh, by the way, they got my favorite defensive player ever in John Randall. Sometimes you have a team and you just kind of have to like the guys that are on your team. 
I've had this crazy confluence of just pure luck and circumstance where I would have loved here's here's three of my five top football players of all time. John Randall, Adrian Peterson, Randy Moss. Those three guys just happened to play for the Vikings. If they would have played for the Cowboys or the Bears or the Packers or other teams that I don't particularly like, I still would have liked those guys. So it's just total circumstance that they happen to play for the Vikings, but that makes me like the Vikings even more. That's all to say, though, that I then get frustrated when I'm trying to express my objective opinion about Kirk Cousins because people think that it's a a subjective opinion. They think it's only fueled by my emotion about the guy, and it's not true. Here's what I'm always trying to say about Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is the worst quarterback situation you can have in the National Football League, and it's not because Kirk Cousins is the worst quarterback in the National Football League. Kirk Cousins is, in fact, far from the worst quarterback in the National Football League. I would say Kirk Cousins is probably somewhere in like the 17 to 21 range in terms of starters in the NFL. But you want to know what that gets you? That gets you stuck where the Vikings have been stuck. When you pay Kirk Cousins the single largest guaranteed contract in NFL history, I know that's gotten surpassed once, twice, three times, even maybe more than that in the last couple years with this uh, spending frenzy on quarterbacks. I, I know that it's in the rear view for sure. But what I'm trying to express here is not my disdain for Kirk Cousins' personality. It's not that I think that Kirk Cousins is the worst quarterback in the NFL. I don't think Kirk Cousins is the worst quarterback in the NFL. I think there's probably 15 to 20 guys in the NFL that are better than Kirk Cousins. But when you have a guy that's a veteran guy who is good enough to be better than a lot of the guys you're able to sign on the free agent market, but he's not bad enough for you to be as bad as you need to be to be able to draft the next guy, that's the worst quarterback situation in the NFL. Then you combine that with the fact that they've surrounded Kirk Cousins with a glut of offensive talent. Dalvin Cook, one of the best running backs in the league. Justin Jefferson, one of the best wide receivers in the league. They had Stephon Diggs to go with Adam Thielen. They had one of the best offensive skill set collections of talent in the National Football League for a minute in time. What do they do with it? Nothing because Kirk Cousins isn't good enough. But then it also makes it so you can't re-sign Xavier Rhodes. You can't re-sign Everson Griffin. You can't re-sign all these talented defensive guys that helped them win a playoff game the year before they signed Kirk Cousins. The Vikings won a playoff game with Case Keenum. The Vikings then won another playoff game with Kirk Cousins. That is the other argument I have against Kirk Cousins. You look at the statistics. When Kirk Cousins has played in prime time, when he has played on Monday Night Football, Sunday Night Football, in playoff games, how many of those games has he won? I know the stat. One. He's won one game. And those against the New Orleans Saints in the wild card round of the playoffs a couple years back. So what I'm getting at is, no, I do not think Kirk Cousins is the worst quarterback in the NFL. I think it's one of the worst quarterback situations in the NFL. Let's make some comparisons. Who's better, Kirk Cousins or Jared Goff? Kirk Cousins. Who would I rather have? Jared Goff. Because if you got Jared Goff, guess what? You suck. You're going to go 4-13. and 13. Then you have a chance to draft Bryce Young. The, Kirk Cousins is good enough to win seven games. That's what the Vikings are going to do this year. They're going to go 7-10. and 10. Maybe they go 8-9. and nine. I don't know. They play completely outside their heads. They go 9-8. and eight. Congratulations. What do you get? A road playoff game, if you're lucky. Probably not. But maybe you get a road playoff game. You get blown out on the road. And then what? 
You got the 17th pick again. I think they drafted 15th this last year. I mean, what? Actually, that's not even true. They traded down this year in the draft. Maybe it's different this year with an offensive-minded head coach. I mean, Kirk Cousins and that offensive skill personnel with Mike Zimmer was also a huge clash. I know there's a lot of Vikings fans out there listening. I see my phone blowing up right now. I'm going to get to those in a minute, but I'm trying to talk. Hard to read and talk at the same time. But the Vikings were at their best when they had a way worse quarterback because you could sign all this elite defensive talent for your elite defensive coach to play an elite defensive style of football. As soon as they went in on Kirk Cousins and the offensive side, but they still have this defensive-minded, defensive-only head coach, that's where you're you're buried. That, that's where you're buried. It just drives me crazy. I just, I just, I mean, let's let's have another example. Who would I rather have, Daniel Jones or Kirk Cousins? Daniel Jones, not because he's better, because he's worse. It's better to be bad in the NFL. The worst thing you can be in the NFL is seven and ten. That's the worst thing you could be. Seven and ten and eight and nine is the worst thing you can be in a salary cap league. And when you sign a guy like Kirk Cousins up, you sign up to do that to go seven and ten or eight and nine until he's not your quarterback anymore. Who would I rather have, Kirk Cousins or Drew Locke? Drew Locke, who's better, Kirk Cousins? I would rather be worse. The Seahawks are going to go four and thirteen this year. That's better than going eight and nine. So when Kirk Cousins popped up on the NFL's top 100 list. And again, my disdain for him is not because of what he's like, although that is also a detriment to his abilities as a leader in the locker room and as a player that needs to play quarterback in the NFL. My frustration and my disdain from Kirk Cousins is partially because people don't understand what I'm trying to say. Again, I think Kirk Cousins is better than all of the non-good quarterbacks than in the league. He's just not good, as good as any of the pretty good or outstanding quarterbacks in the league. That's the worst spot you can be in in the NFL. Nuance is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Thanks for tuning in with us here uh, on your Monday. Couple of the other guys that popped up on the uh, the top one. Actually, let's just go through it here, and we'll see if it sparks any conversation. Usechek was number one hundred. Kirk Cousins was number ninety nine. Ninety eight was a little surprising to me. David Montgomery from the Bears. The Bears have just been so hapless on offense. Maybe I haven't properly evaluated Montgomery. I know he's sort of a a fringe FCS or uh, not FCS. Excuse me, a fringe fantasy guy. Maybe I need to watch him a little harder. Number 97 is actually a good one because this is a guy I thought was great in college and thought was going to be good in the NFL and then had a hard time being good in the NFL. But now he's got his change of venue. Leonard Williams, defensive lineman out of USC. He was not good with the Jets. Now he is good with the Giants. That might be a referendum on the Jets more than it was Leonard Williams when he was there. Uh with the New York football Jets, not the New York football Giants. So, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, like I used to always tell Ryan Tutel, our former co-host here at ESPN, I just like to be right. That's the only thing I root for, being vindicated. And I thought Leonard Williams was good when he came out of USC, and he wasn't good at first. So I do feel a little vindicated that he landed uh, on the top 100 this year. Number 96, Jimmy Ward, safety for the 49ers. I love Jimmy Ward. I think he's awesome. I think that some of the guys that are safeties in the league don't get enough credit 
but I think that he is certainly an impact player. C.D. Lamb, wide receiver for the Cowboys. Uh, he keeps on coming. There was question marks about C.D. Lamb coming out of Oklahoma uh, from an off-the-field standpoint, but now he's just been uh, – he, he's got undeniable talent. He looks different when, he, when he's running routes, so certainly justified on being on uh, the, the top 100. Number 94, Justin Tucker. <laughs> One of my buddies I play in a fantasy football league with, such a big Baltimore Ravens fan. Such a big Justin Tucker fan. Like, when he goes watches football on Sundays, he wears a Justin Tucker jersey. He'll, I guarantee you in our fantasy football draft, he'll take Justin Tucker multiple slots ahead of when you would possibly take a kicker because he he can't live his life unless Justin Tucker is on his fantasy football team. It would be disingenuous to him as a person if he has to wear his Justin Tucker uh, jersey and not have Justin Tucker on his fantasy squad. This is hilarious, too. Here's a fun fantasy football story here uh, on ESPN Radio. We, I, I have I have a couple, I, I play in a lot of fantasy leagues. Uh, unfortunately, I actually don't uh, love it. <laughs> but I do love the two ones I've been in the longest time. The, the, the fantasy league I'm in with my old college roommates and the fantasy league I'm in with my brother and our collection of friends. And... Uh, we were setting up the draft this year, and unfortunately, as, as sometimes happens as you grow older, time constraints, attention constraints, priorities, they all change. So a couple of our former buddies, not former buddies, former fantasy football players, they're still my friends. Don't worry. Don't get it twisted. They're still my buddies. <laughs> but, but a couple of our uh, former participants had to, had to call it. They had to say, hey, I got too much going on. You know, I, I, just, I don't have time to, to monitor it. Hey, each your own. I get it. Uh, some would say you need an outlet. You need something to, to take your mind off of your life and your work. I totally agree. The NFL is one of my favorite outlets, despite all of the the uh, misconduct of their players all the time. I still love watching football on Sundays. It's a great thing to do to get together with your buddies. It's a fun thing to talk about. It's a fun thing to uh, play fantasy football about. Good fun thing to gamble on. So that's all to say we were... Uh, we had a group text going. Our two buddies said, hey, we're not going to play this year. And so we, did, we had a little vote amongst the other incumbents and said, uh, all right, so you know we've had the same group of guys. I think we're going on 10-plus years, same group of guys. We have a whole bunch of other friends that have been wanting to get into our league. They want to get in. They want to be a part of the smack talking and the lineup setting and, and you know the mudslinging and all this stuff. And so you know we said, okay, these guys, okay, we take a little vote. These guys are in. Well, we must have had a, a wrong number or something because we started a new group text, sans the two guys that decide they're not going to play this year, plus the two guys that say they are going to play this year, right? One of the numbers, though, was the wrong number. <laughs> and I kept thinking, who's the number on here that I don't know? I think I have all these guys' numbers. Who's this number I don't know? And we're going through the group text. Okay, great. When are we going to have the draft? Okay, we do the drawing for... Uh, who, who's going to get what picks? My brother, you know, writes the numbers on the golf balls, and then he makes a little video. He picks the balls out. Here's, you know, who's going to pick where. And all of a sudden, this guy responds on the group text, and he says, uh, "Sorry, gents, but I, uh, I don't know any of you. I don't think you know me. But it sounds like a fun fantasy football league." <laughs> so we decided. Since we assaulted this poor person's phone with 10-plus group texts before we, we started a new one, that uh, maybe he's next up on the list. 
to get into the fantasy football league. So we proposed this to him. We said, hey, fellow fantasy football playing stranger, would you like to be on the waiting list in case we ever have a spot? It seems as if destiny has, has led us to you. And he said, I, you know, I, I'd love to. Let me know. Fortunately or unfortunately for him, uh, the last time the waiting list took about 10 years for a new guy to get in. So might be another 10. But, hey, we got your number now. So <laughs> maybe you're on deck. More NFL, more Top 100. A little later on today and a little later on this week. But how about some of the top storylines in the wide world of high school sports? We'll dive into some of those next. A little prep extra coming at you. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm, when it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. He's new on his now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. So funny how sometimes you have bands that you just love, musical artists that you just love, yet they, they don't stay in your direct vision. They're, they're only in your periphery. Even though you love them every time you hear them or every time you, you, you go out of your way to try to listen to them, but they're not like top of mind awareness. I don't know what the psychological element of why that happens is, but it is a, a fascinating one uh, to be sure. Iration, I've seen them live three times now. Loved it every time. It also makes me feel so nostalgic. It's what we used to listen to when I was in college at the University of Montana. Uh, when we would clean our house, if we'd have parties or whatever, we I had some good roommates where we'd actually get together, clean the house on Sundays, you know, get ready for the week. We would always listen to Iration, always put you uh, in a good mood. And uh, so that's why we got doubled up on the Iration songs today. I know usually around here we don't play the same artist twice on Nuanas now, but I was just feeling it after having a great night last night at uh, the Kettle House Amphitheater. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. And SWX Montana Television. Thanks for hanging out with us here on your Monday. Hope you're having a great start to the week. Let's dive into a prep extra. It's presented by Farmer State Bank. Bank like a local, Montana native, or just putting down roots. Farmer State Bank makes you feel right at home. Farmer State Bank has been helping Montanans succeed since 1907. You can visit FarmersEbank.com to open an account today. Excuse me. So let's talk about some of the top storylines here uh, in high school sports uh, for the fall. Several high school sports are underway, uh, and the fall always has, uh, you know, football is always going to be the dominant one, but we love covering all the high school sports here 
at Nuanas now. One thing I'm really interested in when it comes to the world of cross country is we've sort of seen dynasties and newcomers uh, to the uh, to the podium as of late, right? In Double A, the only real competition that the uh, Bozeman Hawks have had have come from Hellgate. And last year, Hellgate won the Double the A Cross Country Championship. That was their first title since 2007. Bozeman's girls, however, continued their unbelievable reign. They won their second straight cross-country title, and that is 14 out of the last 15 years for the Hawks. Hillgate's girls, the one team that was able to knock Bozeman off from atop their pedestal, but pretty darn impressive uh, for Bozeman High School and the uh, the cross-country. I'm interested, though, what's the impact that Gallatin High School and Billgate High School have? Because um, Bozeman obviously has a great training regimen. And cross-country, even though numbers do help you, it's all about the, the, the seven varsity runners in a, in a given race. And last year, five runners for Bozeman High scored uh, in the top 20 competitors, and that's how you get the uh, the double-A championship for the 14th time in 15 years. But I do think that running, distance running, is certainly um, elevating in its popularity and its numbers. So what is the influx of new high schools in Bozeman due to the cross-country landscape, boys and girls? Can Missoula Hellgate continue to push Bozeman high? And does anybody else rise up? Missoula Sentinel rose up and won the boys' cross-country title two years ago. That was the first time they'd done that in the 21st century. So there has been newcomers to the table recently in the AA ranks, even if Bozeman's stronghold is still super strong. At the Class A level, Hamilton's going for a three-peat. They've won two straight on the boys' side. They did it in dominant fashion. They had a couple guys named Coulter, which I appreciate, uh, running there for them. So they've been really, really good. Uh, I believe Mark Albert, the, the head coach there, stepped down after the, this last year. He retired. So uh, can Hamilton continue? I don't. They have to replace their top three guys. So uh, what's the landscape look like for them? Moving forward, on the girls' side, we had a newcomer to the table. Columbia Falls won their first ever uh, Class A girls cross-country championship. So um, it's always fun we have new uh, champions, just like we did on the Class B side as well. Uh, on, on the boys' side, Big Fork, their first title since 1975. So Big Fork girls have had some great teams, led by uh, the Morley sisters, who went on to run in the Power Five. But B was sort of first-timers on both sides. Big Fork, Big Fork, not their first time, but their first time since 1975, which is quite some time. And then Red Lodge, their first cross-country championship ever on the Class B side. And then on the C side, probably not a coincidence that there's some crossover here with uh, just in the Gallatin Valley. Bozeman High, the running community in Bozeman, the elevation there in Bozeman. So no surprise that Manhattan Christian is the dominant cross-country program at Class C. And they've swept Class C on the boys' and girls' side two years in a row. So that's pretty impressive. So we'll see if we can get some new blood there um, on the uh, the girls' side of Class C cross-country. In uh, golf, AA golf, I think one of the uh, the best stories on the girls' side is that Bozeman High, again, 
great girls sports at Bozeman High. Some, some of the most dominant runs we've seen. They've been excellent in cross-country, peerless in cross-country, honestly. They've been phenomenal in tennis, phenomenal in uh, golf, and um, great in track and field. Really good at basketball, too. But they were five-time defending state champions last year until Billings West took it from them. That was West's first title since 2014. And uh, the young lady who was the medalist for West, I'm looking at their their team photo, but it doesn't seem to have her name. But regardless, the returning medalist, the returning champion is only going to be a junior. So that's interesting. And then on the boys' side, Can Gallup, this is the this is the influx of talent that I'm talking about, or the, the uh, diversification of talent that I'm talking about. Bozeman Gallatin won their first state championship ever as a high school in boys golf last year. They've only this will be their third year as a high school, and uh, they're just pretty cool that they were able to break through. That's the first sport they broke th- through in is is uh, boys golf. Uh, how about soccer? The Billings West girls have always been really good. They won their second title in three years by beating Bozeman Gallatin one to nothing in the championship a year ago. I know they have some talent back. And in Class A, it's been complete dominance by the Laurel girls. They're the three-time defending uh, state champions. And they're the uh, just the second program to win three straight at the Class A level in quite some time. Dynasties is just the, kind of the name of the game in soccer in the high school level right now, too, because Missoula Hellgate has won three double a titles on the boys side and whitefish what an unbelievable run they had uh they never the the group that graduated last year they had 10 seniors the last time that whitefish lost was the 2017 state championship game so these 10 seniors they did not lose a match during their high school career they capped their fourth straight state title with a three to two victory over columbia falls so Whitefish's dynasty on the uh, the Class A side. Quite impressive. And then uh, the other key storylines, high school sports. It is our prep extra, by the way, presented by Farmer State Bank. There's just a lot of good programs. I think it shows you the 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 just how much a coaching staff with a plan can help you have sustained success. You talk about Bozeman High Cross Country on the girls' side. How about Huntley Project Volleyball at the Class B level? 13 state championships over the last 20 years. So, I mean, it's pretty much just written in ink. Just give it to Huntley. And, of course, they have to earn it, but they they are so good. Manhattan Christian is also very good at the Class C level. Uh, They have uh, won two titles in the last three years. Billing Central has won two titles in the last three years in volleyball. So a lot of really good programs. And then the uh, two-time defending state champs last year in AA was Helena Capital, and they got knocked off by uh, Great Falls CMR. So a whole variety of fun storylines in the wide world of sports from around the high school level. We're going to get into some more football later on this week. Of course, the dominant storyline on the football field is that the defending champions in AA in Missoula Sentinel, A in Hamilton, and B in Florence Carlton are all right here, about 50 miles from our uh, stations uh, here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. So the the West was best last year on the gridiron. We'll see if that can continue. Thanks to Farmer State Bank for their continued support of our high school sports and uh, for their continued sponsorship of the Prep Extra. Bank like a local, Montana native, or just putting down roots, Farmer State Bank makes you feel right at home helping Montanans succeed since 1907. 
Visit FarmersEbank.com to open an account today. More on the NFL Top 100 and get you set up for the rest of the week. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. This is Nuanas Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Who gets nostalgic about cleaning in college? <laughs> what a weirdo. That's me, by the way. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Another day without a sunburn on my head. It's a miracle. <laughs> I actually thought it's so funny, man. Uh, the life in itself is just a, it's a journey. And thanks for tuning in, by the way, to hanging out with us here on ESPN Radio and SWX Montana Television. Life's a journey. You never know. There's always the sentiment in life. I wish I would have known then what I know now, but that's the whole point of life. Like if you would have known what you know when you're 35, when you're 18, you probably spontaneously combust. That's the whole point of of life is not knowing what you don't know until all of a sudden you know it. But then, you know, as you travel along, you try to bestow some wisdom upon others or, you know, just share genuine interactions and relationships with others and you just you never know how you're going to react to getting older, and it's funny because I used to always tease my parents. I've been a I've been a buzz haircut type of guy for for most of my life, and it mostly it was just because of sports and hats. I wore a hat to high school every single day, I, I, and probably in college too. And then I always you know just wanted the buzz kicks. I was playing football, playing basketball. I mean, I don't got time for hairdos. I, mean, I just want, you know, just, just give me the quick haircut. You can do it yourself, save money, whatever. Then when I started doing this show, I started had some fancy haircuts and, you know, shout out to my peeps down at Compass Barbershop for always keeping me looking fresh. And, you know, I still go there for the, the beard trims and the hot towels and all that fun stuff. But I always used to tease my parents when I was younger. Hey, I'm just, because they used to always be like, why do you always shave your head? And I'm like, well, just getting ready for later in life. And well, what if you don't lose your hair? I'm like, I think I'm just going to lose my hair. So it's just going to happen. And so then when I was to that crossroads, a lot of guys struggle with it. They try to hang on for dear life. They're like, you know, trying to make something out of nothing. And, you know, you got the, like the fryer tuck haircut where you got the, the hair on the back and behind the ears, but you got nothing up top. And, you know, so it's like the first day I saw that there was no hair up there. I, I, I think I saw like a, a, a view of the backside of my head on the camera. And I was like, oh, okay, I see. And so then from then on, I was just like, nope, I'm going for it. But the only piece of animosity, there was no vanity attached to this. I was fully confident to rock the chrome dome, fully confident to just shave my head. You know, it's like my brother always says, that's what you look like. You know, get over it. There's nothing really you could do about it. What you look like is what you look like. Having what you look like impact your self-confidence. I know that we do that as a society and we love beauty and all that. But guess what? What you look like is what you look like. Be confident in yourself no matter what because, I mean, I know that there's some procedures or whatever you can have, but guess what? What you look like is what you look like. Be confident in it because it ain't changing. So when you're bald, just be bald. It happened to you, whatever. What I'm saying, though, is the only thing I was unconfident in or the only thing I was worried about was the the protection part. Sunburn on the head. Sometimes I like to wear a hat, but you can't wear a hat a lot of times in professional situations. I'm still kind of old school where I like to take my hat off dinner table, you know, when I, I'm at a meeting, a lunch meeting, whatever. I don't like to wear a hat on this show. 
And so then I was always wondering, okay, what happens when I forget my hat when I go to football practice? Or what happens when I'm out in the sun golfing? You know, so I, what I'm saying is I'm just very proud of myself for making it through my first summer as a fully bald guy without uh, a, uh, a sunburn. So there you go. There's a little, there's a little insight into to my mind and, uh, you know, the things that I think about. Do you ever get tired of thinking? Gosh, we just, being a human is just so fascinating. And I don't do myself any favors because all I do when I'm not talking and communicating with people is think, either thinking up story ideas or writing stories or writing this show or, you know, rapping about sports. And, you know, that doesn't, I don't want, want you to feel sorry for me. I feel so blessed to be alive and be me. It's just so funny. Like, the more you consume, the more information you get, then the more you think. And then sometimes it just, you know, sometimes it wears you down. Sometimes you just need to not think. I've been getting into the meditating lately, and that helps big time. I went floating the river on uh, on Saturday, my first float. And I was very proud of myself, by the way, on that for not getting sunburned as well. <laughs> At least on my head. But I, I was got separated from the group for about an hour, and it was just glorious. I sat there all by myself. All I did was count up to 100 and down from 100 and just letting my mind wander as I continue to count and breathe. And man, it was, it was unbelievably therapeutic. Enough about me. Hopefully you're having a great week. We have a fun week lined up for you. You want to have a fun time? Head on down to the Silver Slipper. Silver Slipper has 55 TVs for you to watch all the sports, whether it's NFL, NBA, or NHL. Silver Slipper will have it on for you. They got drink specials every day, 20 Kino machines, a liquor store, and pizza. There's nowhere else you should be watching your favorite team. At the Slipper, it's all about great food, tasty drinks, and the urge to have a good time. The card room, back open with games nightly at 7 p.m. You can call 406-333-1500 or text that number as well, 406-333-1500 or visit MissoulaPoker.com. Stop by today and see why the Silver Slipper is one of Montana's best-kept secrets. What's up the rest of the week? Got a fun week for you. Uh, we're going to continue our Big Sky Conference football conversations outside of the state of Montana. Tomorrow, we'll play some sound for you from the Big Sky kickoff from Chris Ball. He's a guy that's coached in the region quite a bit. He's had a lot of crossover with several Big Sky Conference coaches. He was at Idaho State in the late 1990s. I believe he and Bruce Barnum worked on a staff together once upon a time, Portland State's head coach. Ball then was on the, the Mike Price train, so he coached with Price at Washington State and then went to Alabama Ball has also made stops at Arizona State and Memphis. A lot of FBS credentials. He's been to a lot of places, and now he's at NAU for the last couple of years. He's gotten well. He's gotten good marks, high marks in terms of his recruiting. Part of that comes with a caveat, because not a lot of FCS programs are going to be recruiting star-rated guys. But when you're NAU and you're recruiting nothing but the state of Arizona, Southern California, and then now Flagstaff has a direct flight to Dallas. You're going to get more star-rated guys because you're just recruiting from areas that have more star ratings. Montana, Montana State, hardly have any star-rated guys because they're all from Montana, and they're hardly rated in Montana, although that is changing. Clay Oven, who you heard there in the Sports Center, a linebacker from Billing Central, he is uh, a three-star guy. So it is changing. We're seeing some guys get some... Some ratings. Jason Kluswich got a two-star rating a couple years ago. Gabe Solser, two-star guy. Zach Cruz from Missoula Sentinel, uh, who is too redetermined where he might end up playing college football. He was a two-star guy. So we've seen some guys. But 
you know, it's a caveat because like Troy Anderson goes to the right camp. Troy Anderson's a five-star recruit, <laughs> or maybe a, maybe a four-star recruit, but Troy Anderson's a do whatever you know, go wherever you want type of guy if he goes to the right camp. So, anyways, Balls had high marks for his recruiting. We'll talk to Chris Ball tomorrow. We'll also have uh, our Treasure State Stars. Maybe catch up with the Missoula Paddleheads as well. Rest of the week. Kyle Mihalish, the head coach of Helena Capital, will join us to start breaking down some AA football. We're also going to get a hold of several, if not all, of the Missoula high school football coaches. That includes Ryan Nelson, the first uh, the first year head coach at Missoula Hellgate. We're also going to hear from Grady Bennett, one of our uh, good friends of this show, a guy who has uh, been on the calls on TV for SWX Montana Television for Grizz Games for a long time, and just one of the nicest guys around. So we're very excited uh, to have Grady uh, join on the show a little later on. This week as well. Thursday, fun show as well. And one of my all-time favorites, one of my favorite players I've ever covered, and I've made no secret about this, is Jasmine Hamas, a outstanding player at Montana State, the Big Sky Conference MVP in 2016. She's also the niece of a couple former great Bobcats in uh, Brooke and Blythe Hamas. So all three Hamases will join us uh, on Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops, our Where Are They Now series, Brooke Blythe and Jasmine Hamas. It'll be brought to you by Complete Fly Fisher. That's the oldest fly fishing lodge in the state of Montana. So that's very cool. And uh, that will be our Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops on Thursday. I got bad news for you, though. Carolyn, Chicken Doesn't Know Sports, she's going to Disneyland, taking the fam down there, doing the good duty, you know, taking the kids. So that should be fun. Uh, I hear they're going to get some lightsabers made. I'm sorry if I just committed you to that, Carolyn. (laughs) I know that was being talked about. I don't know if it's an official thing. If I just, in fact, committed you for that, I'm sorry. I will not split the cost with you. (laughs) But she won't be here later this week, but we'll fill in the blanks without her. We'll also have some recruiting stuff as well. Uh, Myself, Andrew Houghton, we're going to try to catch up with Hayden Opitz, who's the latest Grizz football recruit. Maybe Clay Oven, Grizz football as well. And then Everett Carr. A Bozeman High product who's committed to Montana State. So there's, there you go. That's your layout for the whole week. Miss anything in today's show? Montana Football Hour, NFL Talk, and a Prep Extra. It's all available on the Nuanas Now podcast, proudly presented by the M Store, the Montana State Bookstore, and the Advocates. We'll be back at it tomorrow at 4 p.m. In the meantime, have yourself a wonderful evening and be good. This has been Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.